Wealth Within offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. Whether you're an aspiring trader or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Wealth Within are dedicated to maximising your investment returns. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. Today's podcast, I thought I would actually try and make a bit of sense of the last couple of years for, for people because we get we get calls all the time from uh, clients and, and non-clients and people that uh, see myself or Janine on Sky Channel or um, you know, read our information in the newspapers or, or our market wraps, those sorts of things. And they're always asking us at the moment, like, well, how do you make money in the market at the moment? And when's the market going to go bullish? And, and all manner of range of things. And, you know, maybe I should be pulling my money out of the market, out of the share market or out of shares and just putting it into cash now. What's the best thing to do? Now, whilst I don't um, pro- profess to be giving you financial advice at the moment, this is just a, a simple podcast, a free podcast um, so anything I say on this and any other one is not really financial advice for you. It's really just to give you information to go out and, uh, I suppose, seek and destroy yourself and determine what you want to do yourself. But um, to me, it all gets back down to, as you know, from the last two years, we had our uh, low, last major low in March 2009, which is after the GFC. Um, and since then, the market has just been one of the most unpredictable markets we've ever seen in our history. So I'm going to try and make a little bit of sense of that. Uh, within this podcast just to help you understand a little bit about where your portfolio is going or may be going uh, and uh, where maybe your managed funds are going, what's going on and, and how they've uh, done what they've done over the last few years. But when we look to, to trade in the markets, in, in essence, we look for trends and, and we do that as traders and we do that as investors. We like to get on a trend and so generally what we like to do is trade the ones going up or the trends going up and generally sell the ones going down. If you're a buy and hold investor, you hold both through the ups and downs. So you do the roller coaster, whereas somebody like myself generally tries to trade the trends up and uh, tries to get out of the trends going down or, or that's what our philosophy in theory is. Now, there's some common sayings about trends and, and those common sayings, uh, as far as trading is concerned, is, you know, there's one of them that says the trend is your friend um, or another one is find a trend and trade it. So once you find a trend, get on it and trade it. Uh, and that's really sort of trading terms, but they're really apt for investors as well. If you see a strong a trend moving in a market or a stock, well, then jump on board and run the trend because uh, it's all about momentum. And, and I often say to people is if you see a train coming around the corner, and you're standing on the tracks, is the driver going to stop before you or after you? Meaning, is he going to splat you or are you going to be okay? And generally, because the train's got momentum, it's going to—it's not going to get time to stop before it hits you. And that's really what a, a, the momentum, or what we talk about the momentum is. We're not trying to stop momentum. We're trying to get onto it and, and let it carry us forward in, in that upward move. But the question that remains in this whole volatile market that we've seen over the past two years, since that low of the GFC in March 2009, is how do we really identify a trend and really how do we trade it or how do we react to that trend? Now, in my view, and this is my personal view, short-term trends are less than six months in length, uh, where prices in those types of things will generally run in one direction, or all trends, you'll have price generally running in one direction without retracing to any great degree, so whether they're short, medium, or long-term trends. In an upward trend, you can you know, sometimes have some down weeks, um, but they are a few and far between, and really they don't fall very much. So what we're looking for is a strong movement in one direction, whether up or down. Uh, obviously, most people buying shares want it up, 
but you know, we, as people do appreciate, we can trade the share market in downwards through using a use of derivatives, etc. But what we're looking for is a movement generally in one direction without retracing into the opposite direction with any great degree. Now, as I mentioned, my short-term or short-term trading, to me, in my personal view, is there less than six months. Um, if I said that to ask the financial planner, they're probably going to say anything less than three years is short-term. Uh, and so it's a matter of perception or your perceptive of what a short, medium and long-term trends are. My, my criteria for a medium-term trend is they generally somewhere between six and 18 months. And exactly the same criteria as a short-term trend in that they have generally rising prices with very few moves in the opposite direction and those movements in the opposite opposite direction don't happen to any great degree. Now, although in saying that, the medium-term trend is interspersed with a yearly retracement because it's 18 months or 12, 18 months generally in long. It's a longer thing. And we always have a yearly move down in our market. And these yearly moves down in a market can be between 5 and 10%. I know, you know, from 2003, I think we had, you know, 6, 7, 8, uh, I think we had 1 of 12% um, over that between 2003 and 2007. But since then, and I'll give you some figures in a minute with what's happened since 2009. Um, but it'll actually quite shock you some of these figures. But most of the time in a yearly or medium term trend, we're going to get one pullback of somewhere between 5 and 10%. But they're not really major and they don't, generally don't last too long. Um, now, to me, a long-term trend is anything 18 months plus, same criteria again, uh, And it, but then we've got bigger moves like the four-year moves. Um, some people remember uh, I've talked about that the four-year moves, uh, the, our market has lows every four years. It also had lows every 20 years, um, and, and people have been getting my stuff often enough or reading my uh, information often enough to understand what I'm talking about. But let's investigate the last two years, because obviously this has been the hardest part. Obviously, when the market's melting down, we're having a crash like we did in the GFC. The market's just pelting down, and everybody, you can get out of the market and wait till the dust settles. And that's really what we did. We were pulling money out of the market prior to the peak for our clients, and we sat in cash from all pretty much the whole GFC, and we only started getting back into it you know, after the low in 2009. So that was easy to avoid the, the move down from my point of view because we saw it starting to come. Uh, didn't know exactly when it was going to happen, but we saw it starting to come. But since then, it's been an exceptionally hard market from all um, circles. Everybody's saying it's a, hard, a very hard market. So let's investigate the past two years to see exactly what happened. Now, if we take figures from the March 2009 low, low and we go through to the 6th of May just recently, so what's happened in that period of time, we can actually get a, a gross figure that the All Lords, All Lords has risen 56.82%. Now that's phenomenal. That's awesome. So we've had just over two years and it's risen 56.82%. Now that to me is a, is a great figure. But how much does that translate into your portfolio? That's a different question, isn't it? If we take from March 2009 again, the end of the GFC, to October 2009. So we're talking about six to seven months here, or in all 144 days, so it's roughly six months. The All Lords rose 60%. So what that figure is telling us is that even though we've risen 56% since March 2009 to pretty much today, that all of that rise happened in the first six months or less. And what's happened since then in this next 18 months has really has been an irrelevant uh, or hasn't has been not normal in my book because markets don't normally do what it's been doing. And in fact, I've never seen a period of our market where it's behaved like it has. And I'm talking about going back to 1875. I'm not talking about recent history. I'm talking about the whole history that I've been able to find on our market. 
Now let's break this movement down. I mean, obviously we've got this movement of 60% in less than six months between March 2009 and October 2009. Now this move was completed in two actually separate sections. The first section was uh, 13 weeks where it rose 33% in 13 weeks. So that's just on three months it rose there. The second section was 14 weeks and that was 32%. So the two big moves in very short spaces of time, in three months roughly. Now, both of these sections were followed by large falls that equated to roughly 25% of the value of the rise. So, for example, let's say it rose up $10, it was falling back $2.50 or roughly 25%. And they're quite big falls. A fall of 25% is quite a big fall, especially in what would you be expecting is a nice big bull market. Normally in a bull market, you'd be getting falls of less than 10% which I was mentioning before, um, but 25% is quite large. Now, since the, this March 2009, or since, sorry, it's the longest move up since both of those bullish moves up has been 12 weeks. So we've had those two were 13 and 14 weeks. The longest move we've had up since then is 12 weeks. Of the nine moves in total, now we've had nine bullish moves or upward moves since March 2009. And obviously we've had nine downward moves um, for that. Uh, for that matter anyway, but of the nine moves in total, only five have been greater than 10 weeks. So so more than 50%, or sorry, um, just slightly more than 50% have been greater than 10 weeks. The shortest was three weeks, and we've, only, and we've seen two of only five weeks, and the smallest move was just under 8%. So therefore we've had a small move of 8%, and we've had moves of three and five weeks, and just over 50% of those um, well, five of those were greater than 10 weeks, and obviously that's 10, 11, 12, um, 13, and 14, those numbers that we talked about here. And this is the interesting fact is that we still had, obviously, almost half of them that weren't even 10 weeks. So it's when you're talking about finding a trend and trading, you've actually got to recognize the trend before you can get onto it. And, and what we've seen over the last two years is sometimes those trends, uh, they're starting to form, but you can't recognize them until they're almost over. And that's part of the problem that a lot of traders are actually seeing. And, and if you hear some paper shuffling, and a lot of these figures, I can't remember them, so I have to write them down. So I've got some bits of paper to help me. I need to stop that there and, and break this podcast up into probably three sections now. So that's the end of part one. Hope you've enjoyed uh, this podcast on understanding the markets post-GFC. I look forward to chatting with you on part two. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. Take care. Talking Wealth was brought to you by Wealth Within. To learn how you too can maximise your investment returns, call 1300 Trade.